most loudness. Audio on the French. Hi, Cher. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Um, I did a lot this morning. I'm like super productive for a Saturday. That's so amazing. Pretty proud, but I am actually surprised how productive I was because last night was bonkers. It was crazy. <laughs> we had, I think we drank like three bottles of wine last yeah, night. Yeah, we drank a lot of wine and it was also our friends, Savannah and Molly. So it wasn't just us, but it was mostly us. It was mostly us. And we we got to talking about all of the various fuck boys in our lives. Yes, and it was so liberating and beautiful, and it was really fun. And I also think it was really the most sad. fun I've had in a while. <laughs> it was just really sad, though, because we could barely think of any guys who weren't fuck boys. Yeah, we know a lot of fuck boys. So many fuck boys. They're all like all up in your Snapchat and all up in your text. Fuck boys. Because they're all over our timelines, regardless if you're on Snapchat, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, it's all literally over the place. everyone is a fuck. Always sliding into your DMs, mm-hmm. always, always, you know, sending you private Snapchats or whatever the Ew. equivalent oh of a God. DM. For we Snapchat had is. all received private Snapchats from the same person. No, actually, I haven't. Besides I was sure. Yeah, I was sorry. I, she it, didn't know he was a fuckboy. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, well then. <laughs> That changes a lot about who I thought that person was. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't get. I mean, I do, but like the ones that I get, no one knows. So, like, nah, it wouldn't matter. We couldn't discuss. Oh, you it. got your own private fuckboys. Oh yeah. Oh dang. Yeah, I don't. I know. It's 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 a it's a cross I have to bear. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fuckboys, there's this article that MTV put out yesterday, and it's called "The Unbearable Blakeness of Lively" by Tio Bugby. And there's just like these amazing paragraphs about Blake Lively. And I'm just going to read the one about Gossip Girl. Please. Okay. Um, Despite the high profile marketing campaign that featured Lively's face and Lively's face alone, the show was always dominated by her more expressive co-star, Leighton Meester. Years later, Lively would confess to Vogue that she was about as interested in Gossip Girl off screen as she appeared on screen. We had to produce so many episodes so quickly, and when you're working 15-hour days, 10 months a year, the only time you have for real life is between takes. Aw, poor baby. I know. So you're not really acting anymore. You're reciting. I could have fought harder and made Gossip Girl something different, but I also needed a life, you know? Lively didn't mention how her off-screen relationship with on-screen love interest Penn Badgley Mm -hmm. affected her performance, but whether that was tact or shade is up to you to decide. As Lively attests, her sense of humor often goes over people's heads. Girl. Girl, I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of sense of humor, I kind of want to see her trash movie that's, that came out this weekend. What is it? Called The Swallows or The Shallows? No, The Shallows. The Swallows. Well, I don't know. But it's a call. <laughs> <laughs> the Swallows is going to be the porn version of The Shallows. Absolutely. But it's like a shark movie. And um, she was, and I don't know, I don't want to be a bashing of Blake Lively, but I had some, she had made a problematic comment about like how she was more opposed, like she was like talking about how she's like an advocate for sharks now or something like that. Or something, she was like, you know, promoting like, you know, sharks die more than sharks attack humans. I'm like, girl, no, this is not the, this is not the, what, what, what? this is not the avenue that you should go down. Isn't she also the one that made some comments about black people recently? Um, okay. There was a, there was some controversy. She had posted on her Instagram about, uh, got the LA face with the Oakland booty because she was at Cannes and, uh, and it was, it looked eyes. It's like, okay, who let this happen? <sighs> and the thing unbearable is, like, blankness of lively. Yeah, the thing is, she like she goes like she's famous for not having a stylist. Like she styles her her she styles herself, which is admirable. She doesn't yeah. have anything like that. But also, she I don't know. Maybe she needs a PR person to like say, "Hey, girl, no, maybe you should not do that." I don't know. Okay. It's just 
It's some stuff. This article also has this amazing paragraph that I need to read to you. More than anything, there's a particular freedom from anxiety that comes with looking at Blake Lively, as if her pleasant blankness could be contagious. Blake Lively is the physical embodiment of all things blonde, sun-kissed, American, white, and happy. Um, Her favorite condiment is mayonnaise. (laughs) Slicing counts as a condiment. Oh, my God. (laughs) We did it. We did it. We referenced something that she loves without even knowing it. We did it. This is the best article I've ever read in my my entire life. Oh, my God. You need to read this article. Yes, and everyone else should, too. It's a really good article, apparently. It's so perfect. It was in the Anne Freeman newsletter that I missed this week. But, um, yeah, Blake Lively. She, um, I mean, I don't know. Her be- the best work she ever did, quite honestly, was when she was in the first uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. That was like her first show, too, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was like maybe her first or second like thing ever. And that's still like my favorite thing she ever did. <laughs> I mean, I love her as Serena. And while she'd be like, I wasn't really into it, I don't know. She was really into the, the first season. So Yeah. So um, speaking of which, this is the last episode of the first season, guys. This, we, we made it. We did a, the first season yeah. of Gossip Girls. So we're going to get into it in just a second. But first, I'm C. I'm S. And, and we're, we're Gossip Girls. Why did you hear Serena? Where did she get Serena? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. This episode is called Much I Do About Nothing, which is a parody of Much Ado About Nothing, the Shakespeare play. Wait, okay, so the last episode was called Woman, Woman on, on the Verge. Verge. What was that a play on? Oh, it was a play on of Woman on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown. It's a 1950s film. Oh, okay. I, I read that on the Wikipedia. Oh, nice job. Yeah. Okay, so the the five the first five minutes of the show, or the Netflix description, <laughs> is with Serena's reputation on the line. Blair takes matter into her own hands to deal with manipulative Georgina, which is literally the first five minutes of the episode. Yep. <laughs> because, oh my God, I love this episode so much. Same. I it was really into it. So happy. And just because, like, it's been so dark. I know, with like the I killed someone. Yeah. And then there was like coke and drugs and sex and intensity like, and bad and bad 90s music. It was just a oh lot of God. darkness. This happening. episode was like, it was really light and still like teenagers, everything that Gossip Girl should be. Like, it doesn't, we don't want to watch like, really really heavy dark things when we're watching gossip girl i mean that's what scandal's for yeah exactly we're not watching scandal this is gossip girl yeah exactly it should be like light and you know and ridiculous and the most scandalous thing is like oh my god he slept with shark her or oh my god she might be pregnant that's like light not like murder and mayhem we don't need that shit we don't need cops involved like we don't need that (laughs) crap so yeah it was quite refreshing yeah, to so the least. This episode starts with so in the last episode we know that Dan and Georgina slash Sarah kissed. Yep. That's how the episode ended and it was gross. Yeah. Not it into was it. Real disgusting. It's like, oh, this is wrong somehow. Stop it. Stop. Turn yeah. it off. So this episode starts with Serena is like continuously trying to call Dan because she knows she's he's been hanging out with Sarah slash Georgina. And she's like walking around Central Park and leaving him a gazillion messages. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing like the same clothes from last night. So like you know, she, she hasn't, hasn't gone slept. home. She hasn't slept. Poor thing. I know. I still love her trench coat so much. So cute. Yeah. Uh, so then this is so the last night was or the episode previous was the night of the rehearsal dinner for Lily and Bart's wedding. And this is the next day. This episode is the next day. Mm-hmm. And it is the same day as Lily and Bart's wedding. Yep. And so we then go to Rufus and Lily, who apparently slept together after the Lincoln Heart <laughs> Hot concert. Oh yeah, they did that kiss. 
Oh went my from, God. I went from the streets to the sheets. Oh, dang. That's good. I like that. Yeah. The streets to the sheets. Yep. Yeah. And so like they're they're sitting in bed and Rufus gets a phone call and apparently Lincoln Hawk is hitting the road. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I have some comments about this. <laughs> so they're opening for the breeders, which it's like Kim Deal would never in her wildest dreams want to have Luke, Rufus anywhere near her, let alone open for her who is who is okay so kim deal is she is a lead singer front woman for the breeders the breeders were a band that she had made um after she had left the pixies this is very 90s music stuff so the breeders they had this lincoln hawk yeah but um this they had they had this one big hit called um they had this big album called last splash and um oh gosh it's a great song great album their huge song was cannonball i love the breeders love tim deal she's I fantastic came in like a cannonball is that the song no oh. <laughs> <laughs> i know what song that is but um yeah it was just like the entire sentence of like yeah oh, lucius jackson couldn't get it in which is another like all woman 90s rock band oh they're not gonna let you in lincoln hawk no way yeah so it's like what and so i mean like they're clearly were desperate to find somebody because like, we have to go on the road but it was just very funny to have like all these like nineties, yeah. Like they could have gotten like you know letters to Cleo or somebody who was like you know in that realm of yeah. But 90s Lincoln Hawk is fictional. We don't know how popular they were. That's fair. I mean, they were iconic. Every time I walk away, <laughs> God, there were so like there reminded me of Google Dolls. Like I was thinking about that. Oh my God. Yeah, because he looks like uh, Johnny Manamana, whatever yeah, that guy Johnny is. Johnny Manamana. Yeah, from that band from Google Dolls. I was like, this reminds me of Google Dolls. Like, oh my god. Every time you walk away, you walk away, away you leave a piece of me with you. It reminded me of so much. Was yeah. Like, I was like, it's not Bon Jovi they remind me of. They remind me of Google Dolls. Oh so my god, fucking Google Dolls. So yeah, what a terrible name. Terrible name. So Just, yeah. Yeah, don't. So yeah, um... It was definitely for me, like hearing that, like yeah, if that makes sense, they'd probably be popular because that kind of shit music was popular around them, like them and like the other band Train, like those oh bands. Oh god, fucking Train. Yeah, well, those very like that's definitely like a moment in the '90s where like oh god, I hate the radio. Yeah. So um yeah. yeah, so Lincoln Hawk is hitting the road, and it's Lily's wedding day, and she slept with another man on her wedding day, pre-wedding day. Yeah, and then Bart calls her to like you know he's like where are you? He's like oh you know I had a last minute thing. We're not supposed to see each, each other. other. Right, and he's like, "Come and meet me." He's just like, "Okay, I guess I gotta go." <laughs> so she says to Rufus, "Thank you for last night," <laughs> and then she leaves. Yup. And um, okay, so I uh, no, I'm gonna say this for your observations later. Never mind. Okay. Okay. So um, okay. By the way, the entire time I'm watching this, I'm just thinking how stunning Lily is. I know she is the prettiest white woman. It doesn't make sense. She's like always so composed, you know. Too, and that's like she has poise. Yeah, like she's like in her laundry. I'm like, oh my god. I know. Oh my god. How? Like, well, it's because she's like 30 years old and she's like playing someone who's 45 or whatever. Fair, but still, oh my god. I know. It's really infuriating how pretty she is. She's so pretty. Yeah. So, um, Blair and Chuck, they actually slept together, not had sex slept together, but they have fallen asleep on the same bed. Ow! Who, what, when, where, why? I grew up 
played plotting against Georgina. We must have dozed off. And you were on the floor. I didn't want to hurt my back. Why? It's not like you ever do anything athletic. Well, that's not entirely true now, is it? Fine. Nothing that requires removing your scarf. It was one time. It was chilly. Enough about the past. Before you landed in my bed, we actually landed on a good idea. Well, I trust you can take it from here. I have a best man's speech to write and no time to write it. Don't worry. I can be bitch enough for both of us. I've still got the scars on my back to prove it. You know, they say if you love something, you should set it free. Oh. You say when you hate something, you should slam the door in its face. I love it when you talk dirty way. Yeah, and, and it's, it's cute. It's so funny. Like she like hits him away. She's like, "What the hell are you doing here?" You know, like I don't want. Like you were on the floor. Blah blah blah. It's very cute. Yeah, they're so like they they. I don't know how this happens. How do you like soberly accidentally fall asleep just <laughs> next to someone? Oh, I mean, I've done that a few okay, times. Fine. <laughs> yeah, and so like he was. We're not all on sex. Is not always on the brains, baby. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's God. not what I meant. I meant I would go find my own couch because I don't want. Well, I guess if you're in love with someone, you want to like sleep next to them. Because sure, sure, sure. and Chuck are obviously in love with each other. Yeah. yeah. Regardless of how we feel about it, but yeah. <laughs> So Nate and remember the captain? Oh my god, the captain's back from wherever he was rehab. Rehab, yeah, he's been in rehab for a minute. Yeah, and we haven't heard of it. we haven't actually heard about the captain since like episode I think maybe like thirteen five episodes ago. Yeah, episode thirteen when um, Nate and Blair were still together. So yeah. we haven't really heard about the captain that much. Yeah, so he's back and he and Nate are running together and there's a bunch of lies that come out of the captain's mouth, obviously, because he's like, your mother's not coming back from the Hamptons. She has to miss the wedding because there's a shrubbery issue. Yeah. And Nate's like, but I wanted to introduce Vanessa to you guys, which is cute. Yeah, it's very cute. But yeah. he, of course, you know, Captain is hiding something per use. Yeah, you know? he's, he's definitely hiding. Like, it's obvious. He's like, oh, I have a call. It's my sponsor. And it's like, okay, I'll go away. Because obviously you're telling the truth. Like, it's not his sponsor. He's so sweet and gullible. He's so stupid. He's such a manate. <laughs> such a manate. Classic manate. He is man-ate. Serena's favorite, not Serena, um, Blake Lively's favorite condiment. <laughs> God. I can't believe that. I actually can believe that. Mayonnaise <laughs> like, is delicious, but mustard is far superior. Absolutely it is. Oh, Ugh, I love mustard. I know, me too. I want fries and mustard right now. That sounds really good. Mm, let's do that after. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so Serena, after her million phone calls, um, goes to Dan's house. Yeah, and she comes to him, and he answers the door, and he looks a little disheveled. And then shortly after she comes in, she like kisses him, like, I'm sorry, let's talk. Like She like attacks him with a kiss, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she comes to, she sees Georgina walking from Ugh, Dan's Georgina. room. And it is awkward. I'm sorry. I know it's early, but I couldn't sleep. I had to see you. And you're here, which means you slept here, which is a relief, but not a surprise. Serena. But that is surprising. Yeah, and so Georgina is there, and she's like, oh, sorry, I'll leave now. This is awkward. Well, she's like playing innocent. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Like, I didn't mean any harm. I'm not manipulative. Right. It's just like, and she's like, you know, she's like turning away and smiling coyly, and it's like horrible. (laughs) And it's like, okay, we get it. You're evil. Like, it's just like, we're, What was her name again? Psycho? No, that's not Oh, um, um, Little Demon. Little Demon. Little Demon. Yeah. She's such a demon. She's like... Little Cray Cray. Dan is so stupid. He's yeah. so dumb for He's not like, recognizing this. And so, like, 
Georgina's about to leave and Serena like goes off on Georgina. Oh my god, she's about it's to throw amazing. down. She's like, this is like the most emotion I've seen out of her the entire series so far, which Same. is amazing. And I was like, this is really good. Good job, Blake Lively. Yeah, she was like about to throw down. Yeah. It was fantastic. I was like, oh shit, putting up her dukes. Let's go. I was yeah. into it. Vaseline was passed. Earrings were taken off. It's about to be a throwdown. Wait, what is what does Vaseline was passed mean? Oh, um, when like people <laughs> people like put Vaseline on, like give me Vaseline so I can rub it on my neck. So like you guys like you like people because usually girls like tend to like scratch. Oh, they will try to like just slide down so you don't actually like get the scratches on you, or like it kind of like it it, it 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 avoids leaving marks and stuff like okay. that when girls scratch. I don't know. Okay, clearly you weren't a fighting girl. I I didn't have friends. Fair. Okay. Um, moving no on. No one taught me that. <laughs> I was I was only in one fight and I was but um it wasn't that kind of fight. I've seen dozens of fights in high school, like yeah. crazy fights. So anyway. Serena's going off on Georgina and then Georgina like leaves, right? Yeah, Georgina leaves. She's like, I'm gonna go, but um call me later, you know. Yeah, and so then Serena tells Dan everything about how she thinks she murdered someone and it's kind of like it's kind of unclear to know if she still thinks she murdered someone because I kind of feel like she still thinks she murdered someone. <laughs> So my mom took me to see his parents and after talking to them, all I wanted was to come and find you and tell you everything. Do you hate me? No, 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 of course not. It's, it's just, it's, uh, it's a lot. And I, I really, really wish that you told me this sooner. No, I, I know it's my fault. I. I was just so scared. I get it. I get it. I mean, hey, I think I killed someone and I'm being blackmailed by a crazy girl pretending to be someone else doesn't quite roll off the tongue. But it's all over, right? I mean, we can fix this. Um, Serena, I, last night... It's okay. You and Georgina and Vanessa were just hanging out and it got late and you fell asleep. I'll see you at the wedding. I told my mom not to go away with Rufus. I said it was because you and I were forever. I know I was right. I think she feel. I think she still is like recovering from the guilt. Because yeah. I think the guilt was so ingrained to her for so long, which is curious. But you know, that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Because like, uh, you haven't been acting like you've been killing somebody for like the past, I don't know, season. Yeah. So. And so Serena whatever. tells Dan that she's going to look past whatever and she's like you know what you came home last night and you fell asleep and that's it and then we're gonna try to fix our relationship and they yeah <sighs> yeah and you know dan you know he had such a great line <laughs> he's like i was like yeah i know it is a lot i mean you can't really just casually say hey i think i killed somebody and my and i'm being blackmailed by a crazy girl pretending to be somebody else but it's really roll off the tongue <laughs> I was like, yep, that's that's very that's very true. But yeah. yeah, but he was kind of adamant, like, I wish you told me sooner. Yeah, and like, you know what? He she was being very evasive and like 
there's like a lot of the relationship where she's just like, I have to go and I can't tell you things. And it's like, it sucks for Dan as much as I hate him. Um, it's like, you should tell your boyfriend, yeah, like if, like, especially if it's like something that's eating you up inside this much. You don't lie and say like, I slept with two guys and not, I did Coke and then someone died. Right. It's, it's a thing that like, it's the trust thing that like she has and she has, and like she's mentioned before in past episodes that like she has trust issues because of her, like, you know, the absence of her father in her life mm-hmm. and, you know, with her mother constantly getting married and maybe like her mother is literally getting married in this episode. So like she has like a lot of trust issues with men in her life. So for her to like, con- you know, constantly, you know, be evasive is kind of second nature for her. Oh, that makes sense. So like, but it's hard and well, those are, those are, but that's the conversation that she should like should have more with her boyfriend and like start, you know, actively doing better and trying to, you know, facilitate some kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, action in and that like, regard. Not and just continue to be evasive and be like, this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, she tells Dan that she told her mom not to go away with Rufus and because they were forever. Which was so heartbreaking. I know. I was like, oh, honey. So like they're they're still together at this point. Yeah. Dan and Serena. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Serena loves Dan so much. I mean, like she literally is like, I'm ignoring what just happened here. Like, I know something went down. But yeah. I'm ignoring that because I love you. Like yeah. I love you and I want to make this work. And I love that she's, you know, at least trying to be as, you know, assertive in that way. Like, I'm going to make this work. But, you know, I wish she was more assertive about trying to make it work early on. I know. So, I don't know. Um, so, Serena leaves and then Dan calls Bay Blair. Yes. He's like, he calls Blair. I was like, so. Hi, Blair. Oh, my God. I put this in all caps. Oh, my God. Dan calls Blair. I know. I put Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it was so good. I'm so yeah. excited about so this. So he calls her and you know plots afoot. Oh yeah. So um Lily meets with um with um with Blake with Bart. Um, Bart. Jeez. So she, they're in the first building he ever bought and he's being like kind of standoffish and speaking only in metaphors and it's so annoying. <laughs> so he's like, you know, this is the first building I ever bought. And she's like, You have excellent taste. And no, it's it's an ugly building. It's stupid. The view is sort of good, but whatever. There's like one window and it's very tiny. <laughs> So he's like, this is the past and I have to move on and I think you should move on. You have to let go because he knows that Lily is doing stuff with Rufus mm-hmm. and she's like, fine, I'll do it. I'll, I'll move on. I guess. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like, I hate how he speaks in metaphors. Like this entire thing was just so painful to watch because it was so bad. <sighs> but it was the most emotion I've ever seen from Bert. <laughs> the most Oh, he's the worst. But, like, I have this really funny, (laughs) I have this really weird, like, stupid analogy. (laughs) Go on. That it's, (laughs) that it's like seeing a horse juggle. (laughs) It's impossible. I know, it's stupid. It's just, like, it's impossible to look away. Like, you can't, like, look away from him, like... Because it's like I don't understand this. Like he, because his emotions are so like. But he doesn't have emotions. He's just saying things that are metaphorical, and it sort of looks like emotions. Yeah, but like the last one, like we do at least for me, Ugh. please. Oh. And like, like oh, <laughs> look at you having emotions. Actually, giving me a shit about this woman. Yeah. So I don't know. So from the phone call that Dan and Blair had, <laughs> they make a plot together. They're gonna plot against Georgie. Sarah, you know what to do. Voicemail. Okay, like we talked about. 
Hey, hey, it's me, Dan. Um, after you left, Serena and I got in a huge fight, and, and she said all this crazy stuff. I honestly don't know what to believe, but, but what I do know is I don't want to see you. So, uh, call me. Excellent work. She's totally calling back. This is so weird. I don't normally do plots against people. Don't worry, Virgin. I'll talk you through it. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. And they're so close while this is all happening. It's so like, cute. Their arms are like touching. <laughs> it's like me when I touched Penn Badgley's arm at the oh. bar last week. Oh my God, it was so good. I was like, I'm here for it. Oh my God. I love Dan and Blair. Dare. Yeah. Yes, Dare. Dare. Yet. So yeah, they're at Blair's house, and Blair's house is amazing and so pretty. Oh gosh, it's so pretty. Um, but they're so he calls Georgina and leaves a message, and like one second later she calls back and's like, "I got your message," and he's like, "Well, I I had a fight with Serena, and and I think it's over. I I know it's over," and then he um tells Georgie to meet him at the park or wherever like they're their spot was which i guess must be that by the pond where she was like with that dog yeah. whatever happened to that dog the dog one? named georgina that she was yelling after yeah okay where's the dog can we talk about that yeah <laughs> what happened to the dog i know i hope I it's okay that dog georgina i hope the dog's okay <laughs> yeah and then after he lies to georgina and flair's like you were born to lie and it's just they have so much chemistry i know it's so cute <sighs> and like she's like is there anything you need to tell me he's like no I'm like nothing, just you know, I'm born to lie. And oh my god, they're so they're so, so close together, to and they're so cute. And they have similar hair, and I'm just I'm and here they for almost it. kissed. Well, they don't almost kiss, but they should have almost <laughs> kissed. <laughs> they should have definitely kissed. I felt something. Oh my god, I know. I felt something too. I was like, oh. I'm gonna kill me. Yeah. So my prediction for the next season is that Dan and Blair are gonna get together, at least kiss. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for this. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, then we go to the park where Dan is walking with Sarah slash Georgina. <laughs> she says something like, oh, I think we should be together forever. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's like, 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 because I'm like, like, I think, yeah, because she's like so sincere, I think, in the moment. Is she really? Like, I wasn't sure if she was being sincere. Do you think she actually likes him? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's what this entire plot was about. Not to, like, get back her friend Serena. I feel like I feel like dirt along the way, like she low key was she caught feelings, caught feelings. Like honestly, Dan, last night was fun, but I didn't really know what it would all mean to you. Well, I, I normally don't jump into things like that, so so when I do, it means a lot. Me too. That's why I think we should be together forever. Georgina, look, Serena told me everything. All right, and I believe it. No, you don't understand. She, she was upset and, and jealous. I'm sure she told you all kinds of things to make you think the worst of me. No, just stop it. I never meant for this to happen, but it did. And I know you feel it, too. I mean, how else do you explain last night? I don't know. I don't know, and I wish I could. So you're just going to go back to Serena like nothing happened and, and just leave me all alone? Oh, you're not alone, G. I'm here now. And I brought some people who really, really want to see you. I think you remember your parents. The only thing feared by the spawn of Satan? Mom and Dad. Leave it to Blair Waldorf to know that bitches don't just happen. They're made. By parents even more wicked than their offspring. Okay. Um, Mom... Dad, th this is not what you think. You have to believe me. There, there, Georgie. It's gonna be okay. No, 
This time, it won't. Or it won't. Your parents were so worried, G. They told me everything. How you're supposed to be on the equestrian circuit, but sold your show pony for cocaine. That was a difficult time, but I, I put that behind me. When? When you were in rehab? It's hard to get clean when you hitchhike into town, steal a credit card, and book a ticket to Ibiza. You didn't see where they sent me. I mean, that place was awful. It was, it was in Utah. At least I lasted longer than Lohan. We were trying to help. I've had enough. I have to go. Georgina, stop. Yes. Stay, Georgina. I'll go. Oh, that reminds me. I almost forgot to leave you with the information I discussed with your parents. What's this? Where you're going? A boot camp for troubled girls. Claire was kind enough to do some research. Haven't you heard? I'm the crazy bitch around here. Have fun in reform school. I actually particularly caught feelings for him, but um, that's just me. Because I think, like, with with um, Georgie, she's starving for attention yeah. constantly. And while this is happening, Blair pops up. Well, okay, so before this, Georgina and Dan are talking. And she says, I think we should be together forever. And he's like, no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. And he says, like, and she's just like, you're going to leave me all alone? How do you explain last night? And she's like, I can't explain last night. Which, you, you know, something that something explosive happened last night mm-hmm. it was good it was really good and they just can't explain it <laughs> <laughs> and so then yeah then blair pops up and she's like um i have a surprise for you and somehow blair has conned georgina's parents into coming to central park <laughs> and taking her away and it's just like oh they're gonna send her away to some like christian camp or something yeah it's so great but this entire scene though michelle trachtenberg she looked so much like sarah michelle geller at the end of cruel intentions that's weird because they played sisters in buffy exactly exactly like so i was thinking like oh i can't because like when i remember seeing buffy i never really saw like how the two of the characters looked alike until this moment i was like oh they could totally play sisters yeah and just like with the end of cruel intentions or like all that shit went down in that movie i don't know maybe it was intentional uh-huh cruel intentional that sucks <laughs> i'm that sorry sucked. i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i tried you're fine i tried to help you <laughs> no, you're fine it was a bad pun to begin with yeah but um, so then like this is maybe 14 yeah. or 15 minutes up into the episode and then georgina's just done she's yeah. gone she goes away with her parents and that's yeah. the netflix description yeah i know gosh but she is gone for the rest of the episode and thank god because she got she she got her comeuppance yeah this is it was just getting too dark with her there like having no motive and just like fucking shit up mm-hmm. just being just cray cray yeah little demon little demon so irp little demon for now yeah so dan and rufus are talking back at the humphrey ranch he said rufus he knew he noticed that rufus didn't come home last night and then he tells his dad that the reason lily stayed away was because serena asked her to and i'm like at this point why are you telling your dad this dan like are you trying to make him go back to lily and like not like unfuck things up and be like we should be together but like I don't know. I, I don't I don't know at this point if he still wants to be with Serena because that's still unclear. Yeah, I don't know. I think he wanted to tell his dad the truth, I guess, because he felt kind of guilty about seeing his dad being, you know, in this position where, like, I'm sacrificing my father's happiness for my happiness. But you're a kid. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. But, I don't know, Dan's always having, wanting to find an excuse to, like, you know, feel bad about himself. <laughs> So this is like just another, you know, another, you know, attempt to like, you know, feel guilty about something. Yeah. And then so there's there's another a plot thing here. So Jenny has made a dress for Vanessa 
And so now Jenny is into fashion. Yeah, well, she's kind of been in fashion for a while. Like she had like her sewing machine, and she was like, you know, doing stuff, you know, throughout yeah. the series. And her dad got her a new sewing machine a few weeks back. So I guess she's like, while well, she's like been kind of shunned from the Upper East Side as far as like the social um, circle, she has been, you know, making stuff. And she made Vanessa a dress for the wedding. No, no, she made her an ugly dress. For the yeah, wedding. yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, in so fashion. Because <clears throat> yeah, boom, so so she's like. like so this is like kind of a thing to like show that Jenny's getting into fashion. Like mm-hmm. she hasn't really been into fashion. Like she had the sewing machine, but like she hasn't actually that hasn't been part of her character before. Like because she's always been like, oh, I want to buy expensive dresses. Like well, how she you make your own expensive dresses. Well, she made her own expensive dress in the first episode for kissing the lips. Oh, she that made that so black ugly, dress. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But she did. Like she's like she's. They've hinted at it throughout the series thus far, but I think this is like the first real step of her like making things not just for herself but for other people i guess Mm -hmm. so yeah so then we go to the wedding and everyone's like dressed up really nicely and Mm -hmm. nate and chuck see each other and they have each other like withering stares it's so funny and like um fucking captain he's oh he's like whoever she is boys she's not worth it okay fuck you yeah you you don't you don't don't know know. okay number one you don't know she is worth it number one how dare you blame a man's problem on a woman like how dare you i'm so tired of that shit i know so tired of like like, why is he still mad at chuck he's with vanessa now yeah like no yeah and also just like i don't know that's just in general for me like men blaming their issues because a woman's in their life or a woman to blame for their male issue i just thought of a new a new song excellent to, to join our fuckboy thing Great. i got 99 problems but a fuckboy ain't one yes <laughs> that's I, how it should be i'm here for it yeah. um but yeah so uh that was just like kind of like ugh. stop it yeah like yeah so they're still mad at each other and then we go to serena and blair who are talking and i like i love how they keep making fun of lily for getting married so many times i love how she just takes it I know, it's so funny. Like, do you imagine this being us in 20 years, you know, on our fourth marriage? <laughs> and Serena's like, I'm like, only one girl can dream. It's so amazing. <laughs> it's really cute. But I also like how um, Blair called Damon Serena true love. I thought it was kind of like, speaking of true love. Mm-hmm. Even though she hates Dan and secretly in love with him also. Yeah, exactly, because of course, um, it's really sweet how like she's really supportive of Dan and Serena now. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck, he see uh, he sees uh, the captain across the street from the church, paint no, not the church from the event space, um, paying some guy a bunch For of something. cash and probably drugs. Yeah, and so um, Chuck hires one of his goons to like keep an <laughs> eye on him. Why does Chuck have so many goons? He's just he has like, so many goons. Keep an eye on him. I they're like I guess because they're like billionaires, they probably have like you know have security they just have guys that like follow them around. Oh, that makes sense. Security, security guards people. and stuff like yeah, yeah, security people. But like he has so many of them. Like yeah. it's like it's like low key mafia style. Like, okay, it's so weird. Yeah, I don't really understand it. But like yeah, so he has one of his dudes follow him, and like you know something's gonna happen with the captain. Yep, because he's um, been because he's been shady. Yeah. So then we go to Lily, who is in her in her ready room. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Rufus walks in and gives gives her a bracelet, I guess, or like puts a bracelet on her. Yeah, because she was she's struggling to put a bracelet on, oh. and he's like, "You like, I can help you with that." And then he's like, "Hey, if you want to leave, it's fine. I can like tell everyone you're gone and all these other stuff. Like we can run away together. Yeah, like we can make this work." Gives her an out because Dan was like, "Um, she said no because of me." And so Rufus is like, "Oh, great! I'm gonna sacrifice my son's happiness so that I can be with." <laughs> Rufus, what are you doing here? I thought we had security. 
want them to throw me out? Well, I'd like the option considering how much I'm paying them. So you want me to leave? I didn't say that. Do you want me to call off this wedding? And if you so much as nod yes, I will go out there and I will tell your fiance and your guests they have to go home. I didn't say that either. We can figure this out. Oh, can we? It's been 20 years. And I don't think this is the moment to hash out the details. Look, we've already had the morning after today. What's going to happen tomorrow morning? Well, I just got a divorce. I don't want to get married again. At least not right away. But I do. I've been alone for quite a while now, and you know what? It's hard. And I love Bart, not just because he has money. I have enough money. Not that you can ever have enough money, but I'm rambling. And I'm nervous, and you make me nervous. That's a good thing, right? There are just too many questions. Too many. What about Dan and Serena? Whatever their feelings are for each other, if we're standing here 20 years in the making. Yeah. Those 20 years, they have to count for something, don't they? I think they count for everything. And Lily says to Rufus, just like, you know, like blathering on, I love Bart, and not just because he has money. I have enough money. Not that you can ever have enough money. <laughs> I was like, I remember this. You're like, yes, girl, you can't never have enough money. Yes, it was so amazing. <laughs> then, I was so, I was so, I was so here for it. I, I wish I had enough money as, as Lily, because you can never have enough money. I know, right? You can never have enough. That's you can so never funny. be too rich or too rich. I know, so cute. Okay, but um. So then Rufus is just being earnest and it's <laughs> stop it. Oh yeah. Don't be a fuckboy. I know. But um Dan, he runs into Serena while like as she's like approaching to go walk down my aisle for her mother. Like, no. This is bad timing. Yeah, and he's like, I have to talk to you. And she's like, Can't it wait? And he's like, No, I have to do it now. I'm like, no, Dan, you're at a wedding. Where do you th- why this can wait like, you know, forty minutes or however long weddings are. He's like, I didn't sleep with Georgina, but I might as well have. And just like, oh my god, why would you tell this work? I know. <laughs> okay, so first of all, Serena also already came to your house and saw that Georgina was there in the morning, meaning she probably already assumed it. So you don't have to say, I didn't sleep with her, but I might as well have, because she already assumed something and decided to overlook it. Yeah, exactly. And also the timing is really bad. And also, what does may as well have mean? Does that mean, like, did everything but sex right, I mean, like, like, was, V? Exactly. Was like, right, exactly. Like, I don't know. Was there... Like, honestly, everything. That all counts as sex. For sure. For sure. So I'm like, Just I like, don't I don't know what this means. But I may as well have. Like, you, you kissed, and then... You made out a bunch? Did uh, she go down were, on you? Did yeah. he go on her? Like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. It's was there butt stuff involved? Like, Ew. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> butt stuff. <laughs> butt stuff. Yeah, so, um, like, yeah. Might, might as well. They're, that, like, that's so ambiguous. Mm-hmm, that's, yeah. like, and then it's, so Serena's, like, frustrated and mad. And, and like, then also another person who's frustrated and mad was a wedding planner. <laughs> He like pops up, Sabrina. You gotta go down there. I forgot about that. <laughs> and I just like I'm just thinking about Tyler for our previous episode, talking about like how he's like sexually frustrated because now he's not like, getting butt stuff from Bart, and it's just like Tim Cook. <laughs> From Tim Cud, and it's just so funny. Oh, oh my, my god. god, I was dying. So like, come on, Serena, we have to go down there. You're late. Oh my god, <laughs> he's so, so angry. It's so amazing. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. So, um, so yeah, it's it's awkward as fuck because um, Serena doesn't know how to like deal with these emotions. Yeah, and she's at a wedding. She's supposed to like stand. Like, what's wrong with you, Dan? That you're like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna come up to you and tell you this this huge bombshell right before you're supposed to stand up in your mom's wedding. 
Yeah, and like this is like all about love and companionship, and you're like breaking this like. I almost slept with someone. Yeah, so Sorry, I have a grape in my mouth. <laughs> um, Blair making fun of um, Vanessa was hilarious because she was like talking to herself, and then like she had like this reaction shot from this guy who was like, "Um, never mind, sorry." Yeah, because Vanessa showed up late, and she's like, "I, I love that scene." She's, she's like, "Oh my like, god, so loud. rude!" And then she's like, oh, and then like this guy was like giving her like this weird face. She's like, oh, excuse me, sorry. It was so <laughs> funny. God, Blair's so funny. I adore yeah. her. Um, yeah, so then, like, everyone at the wedding, well, not ever Dan and Serena at the wedding are just, like... Mopey and yep. sad. But um, Chuck grabbing Bart's arm was the cutest and sweetest thing I think I've ever seen Chuck do. When did he do that? When Lily was on her way down the aisle, he, like, grabbed his dad's arm, like, a nice squeeze. Like, Aww, and I was like, like it's happening, so Dad. I was like, oh, Chuck, look that's at you so not romantic. being a dick. Yeah, like, not, look at you not it's being so a dick. Nice. It's so nice. It's, like, really nice. So Chuck is really mean to women, but he's really nice to like, you know, he's nice to Eric. He's nice to his dad. He's nice. He just to hates him. women. Yeah. Chuck yeah. hates women. He hates women. But he's oh, like, but Chuck he's really nice. With, he loves Nate. So much. He loves. So like he's all the men in his life. He's like down for, but like, yeah, <laughs> the women he's like, uh, whatever, which is, I don't know. It's like kind um, of canon for the book series, I guess, sort of. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe they were onto something there. Right. But, um, but yeah, so. Uh, I really love that moment also. Okay, so I can never... <laughs> I'm so sorry for the podcast listeners that will never actually see this, but there was a voiceover, Kristen Bell, and she was doing, Dearly Beloved, we are gathered here today, and the voice was coming as the pastor was actually saying the words, and oh, just the visual really? effect was so funny. I, like, paused and laughed for, like, tw- ten, like a, a good 20 seconds. Oh, my God, I need to watch that. It was like, Dearly Beloved. It was, like, it was it was his mouth moving, but it was her voice coming out of his mouth. It That's was just perfect. And it was so funny because her voice is so high-pitched. as Not high-pitched, but, like, compared to, like, an older pastor, it was just really funny. Yeah. And... I don't know. You guys got to find that on YouTube, but it's really hilarious. But essentially, um, she says, "We're gathered here today to watch this man point to Dan and this woman, Serena, totally f things, things up." up. <laughs> yup, because it did. Which is why they're called fail boat, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um. So now we're at the reception. Yeah, and Dan and Serena have a really, really hard time dealing with like the aftermath of his revelation because like of his revelation that Serena didn't really know because she probably did know and still, I'm the, still upset about this no you should be upset about that it's really dumb it was it was a selfish thing yeah that's what happened because he he had a guilty conscience and so like I'm gonna tell this to you whereas like she already accepted that something might have happened and we're moving on past and like but I want to like tell you like you I don't, don't need, need to, to know. no and that's the thing about being in relationships it's not about being honest all the time it's about being kind and being nice sometimes you don't need to tell your girlfriend that she gained some weight sometimes you don't need to tell your boyfriend that he's like his hair it looks terrible like sometimes you just need to be nice to people <laughs> and thinks. relationships in a relationship be nice try to be as nice as possible yes guess it's good to be honest but like there is a fine line between honesty and being mean and i feel like in this yeah. regard like be she, honest about the things that matter don't be honest about the things that don't matter yeah like if she had already accepted that something had happened there's no need to, to go into the gritty di- yeah the gritty. there like, was you could just, literally like, no reason to tell her yeah he was just trying to like appease himself and try to like get all get rid of his guilty conscience which is a selfish act and uh, I'm concerned. So, so stupid um yeah that was shitty so um poor serena in this moment god fuck serena um so chuck finds out from his pi that his, <laughs> that nate's that the captain nate's dad has 
he's about to leave and he has like called his car and Nate's like trying to make excuses. Maybe he's left his phone in his car. Maybe he's just doing this. And Nate, and Chuck's like, no, your dad is about to leave. And so Nate decides to believe him and he confronts his father and, and finds out that the thing that he bought was not drugs. Whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. Dad, what the hell are you doing? I left you a note at home. Yeah, what's it say? It says I'm sorry. For what? Dad, if you've relapsed, it's okay. We'll get you help. Chuck saw you earlier. I wasn't buying drugs. much better father to you from Dominica than I will be from jail. Oh, Dad, I know you're scared, but we'll get through the trial. No, we won't. I'm guilty, Nate. I'm facing 25 years. So all this stuff about things looking good and working out, huh? Yeah. What about Mom? Who do you think's paying for the private plane? I didn't want you to know anything. Be an accessory. This is the best thing for everyone. I need you to step up right now. Be the man of the family for your mother. It's been that for a while now. Nate. It's for mom. So yeah, you know, he's going to the DR, the Dominican Republic. He's fleeing the fucking country. His mother is paying for it all. Um, it was why he's paying for it all. Nate's mother. And it's really sad because, like, um, he's being a bad dad. He, I mean, he's always. I guess of, he's trying to be like an okay dad, but also no. Well, he's abandoning his family yet again. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, like the Vanderbilt's are paying for it, but it's still like, come on, man. And Nate, it's such a nice juxtaposition and kind of like a full circle of like the last time Nate and Nate and the captain were in this situation. Um, the captain punched Nate and now Nate punched the captain yeah. and it's just kind of nice, you know, full circle effect in that regard. But, you know, um, it's good to see Nate like stand up for himself and finally and, man, did something interesting. Yeah, exactly. And like, and own what's going on with him and realizing I've been the man of the family, man of the house for a while now. And you know, which, okay. What does that mean? Be the man of the family for your mom. Like what is, what does that mean? She doesn't know. need that. I don't know. I guess that's the thing about this show is I feel like they think women are so weak. But like they obviously they don't because no, you no. have the character of, you know, Blair and Jenny. Yeah, exactly. Like they like we don't like and Lily. Right. But I feel like the older like uh, the older men like you have you know, as far as like, the Upper East Side guys. I like mean, you like have you have to take Captain. Care of them. Yeah. And like and even it comes to Bart, like wanting to take care of Lily and stuff like that. And just like all these men want to take care of women or making sure they're taken care of. And because they're kept and all they're kept women. And they need somebody to like take care of them, and it's just I don't know. It's really gross and very um, old world. I know, but be um, the man of your family for your mom. Just uh, yeah, fuck you, Captain. Yeah. So um, Nate put that to rest, and he also made amends with Chuck. And um, while all this is going on, too, Chuck had let it slip that he was in love with Blair. Yeah, and I don't know, it's really cute. So he's like, so then Nate, Nate, I guess, forgave him instantaneously. He's like, so you love Blair? Like, I've never heard you say that about that about anybody. It's cute. Yeah, and um, he also just gave um, Chuck his blessing to date Blair, which yeah. is nice. 
So um, Vanessa also comes, and while this is happening, Blair is essentially um, talking to Vanessa just to be mean. Yeah, and you know she and Vanessa's like, "Well, I'm gonna go find Nate," you know, because I actually have some. I actually have a date. So excuse me. <laughs> I'm with Nate, and you're at the singles table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vanessa has some good singers. Indeed. So um, Nate and Vanessa meet up again, and he agrees to tell her everything. Yeah. And um, then we go back to the the place where the wedding was. Okay, so the, like the place that the wedding was, it was like outside. And, I think like, it was at the. I think Hans was at the Met. It, that makes sense. And like, there's all these gold chairs, and they all have ivy draped over them. And at night, it just looks so beautiful. And I was like, if I get married, I want to get married at night. But at the Met, with those chairs, it's so pretty. It looks so good. <laughs> I was, like, dying it when I was watching. I was like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. Note to self. Yeah, note to self. Share. I don't know why you're telling why you're making a note to yourself. <laughs> I'm talking about you making a note oh, to yourself. Yeah, note to self. When I get married, to no one, to myself. I'm getting married to myself. It's going to be dope. It's going to be amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm getting married to myself this year. That's yeah, right on your birthday, November. Right? Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. I'm registered at Jewel Osco. Ah, <laughs> I'm gonna get some nice Tupperware. Thank you. I don't need Tupperware, but I need eggs. Okay. And maybe like some Oberweiss milk. <laughs> so yeah, so Ser- Serena and Dan are talking, and Serena's like, "I'm willing to let it go," and then Dan's like, "I want to break up because you keep lying to me," and. Like yeah. that that makes sense. Yeah, he makes this he he does make this one statement though and I am the most, most understanding, understanding person in the world. Are okay. you are like, you Dan? I'm like okay, we're not going to start lying here now. Are we? like okay. Are you, it seems like you're not the most understanding person I in the world. I love that we're both we're like wait a minute. Actually though, that's a fucking, fucking I wrote lie. it down in all caps. <laughs> yeah, say like oh no, actually this is a fucking lie. So, yeah, but he was like I'm the most understanding person in the world. I'm like no, actually you're not the most judgmental person in the world. That yep, judgmental. Yeah, judgmental if you replace understanding with judgmental then yes you are the yeah. most understanding person in the world <laughs> for sure. But um yeah, so it was interesting how like she brought up the scenario when they're in episode 2 of the 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 uh, the, the brunch bunch with uh, the bass brunch. There's a lot of bees. Um, bass brunch. The bass brunch. And, you know, there are different worlds and how, you know, he really didn't know how to fit in. It was like, that's not the issue. It's that you are constantly lying to me. I kind of like see his his view of Serena as still being, you're not the girl I thought you were. Yeah. And like, you're not fulfilling all my expectations. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so like, that's really frustrating. But then they basically, they break up ish here and um, say, have a good summer. I'll see you back at school. <laughs> pretty much but like you know like they're both at fault here like he he has he wants i don't know i'm not even sure if it's like control or like well he he thinks she's someone different than she actually is and he's upset about that yeah like he has these and it's like not necessarily just because she's been lying to him it's also because he's been like he puts he has yeah he puts her on a pedestal and these crazy expectations yeah and no one could actually reach them and it's really upsetting the like, you know, he's putting her, you know, in this position where like she'll never ever add up to his wish fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And but then also Serena, she has she hasn't been completely open and honest about a lot of stuff. So, yeah, that's it. They're both at fault. Yeah, they've got some issues they have to work out. And instead of actually working them out, they're just like calling and quits. Yeah. I mean, they're 17. It makes sense. Yeah. You shouldn't have to work it out when you're 17. That's fair. Um, but they're supposed to be forever. Oh my God, they are supposed to be forever. But you know, as we know, at the end of the series, um, Dan and Blair get married. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that happens. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> we don't know what happens. We lie. We lie. We don't know. Yeah. But um, so Chuck makes this really, really impressive speech. Um, best man speech at the Ugh. wedding. I hated this speech. He's like, he's making a speech and it's about, it's mostly it's, about Blair. Yeah. It's, it's all about Blair. He's like, it's supposed to be about dad. He's like, my dad taught me the importance of perseverance, perseverance. Don't give up. Even if she says not to persevere, like, no, don't continue stalking a girl. Even when she says no, don't, don't do it. That's bad. That's bad. Relation tips. Don't do this. I say impressive only because I, don't, I think this is the longest I've ever heard Chuck speak. <laughs> <laughs> Like in, like in a scene, because he always has like you know one or two things. Like he's not one to like go on a monologue. I'm Chuck Bass. Yeah, like yeah. He doesn't, he's not one to go on a monologue. So I was like, huh, I never actually think I've heard him speak for yeah. a long period of time before. And so I think this whole Georgina thing, like, so the last uh, he hasn't like really been in the last few episodes before this, but he like like last time we saw him, he was like, I only liked you when you were a virgin to Blair and now he's like in and love with her, her. And, and, and called her you know a horse a cor- yeah. her to her, oh, her, her a horse it was awful it awful was awful awful and I'm still like have you know the reason why I don't think I've ever truly liked the uh, character of Chuck completely is because of that horrible horrible scene yeah. like he's never been that redeemable to me and so they they're like I don't know he's basically saying one day I hope to be in love with Blair and then they like start dancing and he apologizes for saying all that stupid shit, which is not eh, whatever. Then they not kiss. Enough. Yeah. Okay. So Serena seeing them kiss is all oh of us. Oh my God. It's her, all of us. It's like, oh Her God. expression is so amazing. She like looks at them and she's like smiling, but also confused. It's just all of us. You're it's like, amazing. Uh... Like, well, what's, that? what's happening now? Is this, is this real? <laughs> and so then he's like. Oh, and then she says, Chuck, oh, he says, I want to take it slow this time. And she goes, Chuck Bass is romantic. And I want to discuss, what does take it slow mean in this case, do you think? Like, just not have sex or not go on a lot of dates? What does take it slow mean? I've never figured that out. Like, in general? No, for, like, relationships. Oh, I guess, like, kind of, like, learning, um, you know, going on dates. Maybe, I mean, probably having sex, but, like, maybe not even having sex. I know for me, when I take it slow, it's like, we'll get to know each other. We'll have, like, you know conversations and actually like you know learn about each other before we actually get involved but since they kind of already know each other mm-hmm. i'm not sure how that's gonna happen it's hard but, like, to take it slow yeah especially in this case yeah i mean i don't know i like taking it slow because i'm because i'm busy it's <laughs> like it's nice <laughs> i to, like, have to take it slow just by design yeah but like it's nice when like i, I am dating somebody like oh we'll get to know each other you know it takes a couple you know a weeks to like before we like actually get sexually involved if i decide to get sexually involved with you because like i don't want to like Bucky in the first like two weeks or whatever <laughs> and then regret it and so like oh god that guy knows what I look like naked I, don't I know it. and it's awful and there's just a lot of regret so I rather like know if you're like a decent human being to enter my sanctum that is my <laughs> temple <laughs> oh my god <gosh>, sure <laughs> that's I'm, enough I'm gonna cut that out um I don't think you should <laughs> Okay, so yeah, they're going to take it slow. And then Dan and Serena have to dance with each other because the photographer's like, the bride and groom are asking for pictures of you. Which, no, the, the wedding no. planner is also like, come on, guys, smile. Be together. Smile. Okay, and he's so, such like, an asshole. I love yeah. the wedding planner so much. He's the worst. And so like Dan knows once they stop dancing that their relationship will be over. And so he doesn't want to let go. And then it's over. They're yeah. the last couple on the floor and it's done. Yeah. And then... Time jump. One week later. Yeah, this is the first one. This is the first time jump we ever actually seen on screen, which is fun. So like, so like we've had time jumps before in the in the series, but not like with like you know actual like caption. We had it with the Thanksgiving. 
the Thanksgiving episode when they had like oh, Thanksgiving last year. Oh yeah, that was yeah. flashback, not, yeah. not time jump. But mm-hmm. yeah, so generally the show like has moved weekly and like sometimes it's like the day after depending on what happened. Um, So they moved to a week later and we go to Jenny who's like, she got an internship from Parsons and we didn't know she was applying for an internship at Parsons, but she's going to be working for Eleanor Waldorf. Uh-oh. Oh, Next you know, hijinks stuff. are going to happen. She's Next probably going to get involved are... with Eleanor Waldorf romantically. Yeah, just yeah so pretty much That's the last, bad. like, 10 minutes of this episode is just kind of, like, laying the groundwork for the next season. Yeah. And, I okay, so I really like Jenny's scream. I think oh, it's so cute. Like, yeah. she screams a lot. And it's just, like, so cute. I love it's her very, scream so very, much. It's, it's very white girl. Oh, my God. I know. She's like, ah! Yeah, it's very cute. Sorry, I didn't actually want to like scream in your ear again like I did last time. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. It was painful. Um, you see Blair and um you see Blair, she is um planning her trip to with well, a week at Tuscany because she's heading to Paris to France to spend the summer with her father and um oh, right. and Ramon. And they're spending a week in Tuscany, her and Chuck. Um so between romantic. Yeah, and so she's planning for that and how, like, he's been a complete gentleman the entire week and blah, blah, blah. And Serena's and She says like, a bunch of gross things. <laughs> yeah, and Serena's like, oh, that's nice. And, you know, and Blair is concerned about Serena. Like, are you going to be okay by yourself? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hang out in the Hamptons and just, like, you know. Can you imagine having a house in the Hamptons that you could just go be by yourself instead of having to, like, rent one? <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I wish I wish we had a Hamptons-type thing in Chicago. Because, like, in like New York. Ham- yeah, I feel like the Hamptons for us are, like, up, like, wisconsin like by the lake sort of or like or 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 michigan like yeah it's true like that's our like equivalent or like the dunes yeah <laughs> the dunes. dunes but like no one goes somewhere i mean i guess we're not rich anyway so it wouldn't happen but yeah. like no one goes anywhere for the summer yeah but um so blair ends up going to the helicopter and she meets the some guy who works for bass industries and she's like it's a marketing dude yeah i have to sit in the jump seat so i can tell the pilot if i have any thoughts on his flight <laughs> It's just so Blair. Oh, it's so it's so funny. And it's so perfect. Yeah. Um. Then you find out that Vanessa and Nate break up. Yeah. Because um, Dan calls him. What happens with you and Man, Man Bangs? Man Bangs <laughs> is so good. Man, I had that in caps too. Yeah. Classic. But there was no explanation. Yeah. So they broke up. I guess. I mean, like he explained everything to her, and she was like, "Fuck this noise," and she left. I guess. Yeah. I also think it's because. Um, Vanessa still might have some, you know, feelings for Dan. Yeah. But that's, but that's kind of my 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 prediction. But um, yeah, that was kind of what was alluding under that they're gonna like do something in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, um, so she she has a really sick burn because he's like, how did like what did you guys even talk about? He's so quiet. She's like, I actually enjoyed the quiet. It was a nice change of pace, <laughs> which means Dan talks too much. Yes. He um, does. So Nate and Serena run into each other and they're talking about like, you know, the fact that they're, they're both single and how <laughs> Serena gets frisky in the summertime. Oh my God. That means. I don't know. <laughs> and they're hanging out and Dana and Vanessa are hanging out. So, you know, they're pairing together and the end of the episode kind of alludes to um chuck he was going to say goodbye to his father before he heads over to his honeymoon and lily introduces them to this new blonde chick who's helping with the renovations named amelia I mean, amelia chuck and sees so her. i yeah. wrote down here oh no chuck no 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 <laughs> he like looks at her and you're like you know he's thinking some gross things and yeah. so he's basically being like i'm not gonna go and he's like hey amelia can you come here and tell me what you're gonna do with my bedroom and she goes, who are you to tell me that? <laughs> and he goes, 
I'm Chuck Bass. <laughs> yeah, and so essentially he bails on Blair to go have a tryst with this blonde chick. And it's really disappointing. It you, really you, is. You because, because, you know, pretty much from m- the middle of the season until now, the past, like, five or six episodes, Chuck has, like, kind of, like, learned to redeem himself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you saw him as a char- with a character low in episode 13 when he, like, compared Blair to a horse. And then, that, you know, midpoint of this episode, he's, like, you know, Sorry. Save- saving, you know... Um, Serena from Georgina, and he's like, you know, blonde, bonding with Blair and making amends with her. And kind of what happened here was so Nate and the captain both had separate conversations about Chuck going to Tuscany, and they're like, oh, things are getting serious. Things are going to change for your relationship. And Chuck kind of starts to feel like panicky and anxiety about yeah. like having a serious relationship. So he's like, maybe I don't want this. Maybe I'm not going right. to do this. And, and Bart is all like, you know, yeah, man, like, you're, you're, like it's going to be a change, man, when you come back from the summer because you're going to have a relationship mm-hmm. with a girl and it's going to make you grow up and show responsibility. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm not ready for this. I'm not I ready. Know. I don't want this. I want each other. Uh, Ejects, no. ejects. And so he like sees the opportunity. It's like, cool, I'll just bang this chicken, get this one out. And it's awful and it gross. Sucks. And poor Blair. So um yeah, so this pretty much sets the tone for what's gonna happen in next season. Yeah. Man, and- like, okay, so I was watching this and like the last scene was just so cute. And I was like, I wish I were a teen in love in New York. Yeah, I know. Summer. Exactly. Everybody's like Dan and Vanessa pairing off and Nate and Blair Serena. and that dude who's yeah. not Chuck. Right, and Nate and Serena are like laughing yeah. and giggling and drinking espresso, drinking, you know, iced <gasps> coffee. I want to go and drink espresso with a cute boy. Yeah, and everybody's just like, you know, excited about summer and exciting. And it's summer now in Chicago. It's so, so, oh, it's real cute. So it's it's nice to see um, everybody, you know, having a good time. And that's pretty much the episode. So. No one does summer like New Yorkers. Yep. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, this episode, man, I love this episode so much. Same. We're going to take a small break because we have to pay some bills. Unlike Blair and Serena, we're not rich. We're kind of poor, actually. So we'll be right back after this sponsor read. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Warby Parker is offering a free five-day home try-on to give you the opportunity to check out their glasses. Now, I've been trying to wear Warby Parker glasses for like, I don't know, years, but none of them work for my face. They're either too small or too wide or too narrow, but they're not good for my face and it's frustrating what about you cb have you ever wore ruby carter products before well i had lasik <laughs> several uh, years ago so <laughs> so no i have not but they're really cute and i, I sometimes wish i still wore glasses because they're just so adorable yeah, I really like them. And um, if you like them, you should go to warbyparkertrial.com slash postloudness to let us know that you came from us. Again, that is warbyparkertrial.com forward slash postloudness for your free five-day try-on. Now, back to the show. So, what we'll about fashion? Yeah, there's so much good fashion this episode. It's a wedding episode, so everyone has great outfits. Okay, I have the first fashion moment I have is the dress that Lily wore at Bart's um, um, apartment, the one his first episode. Okay, I have the I have almost the exact same dress. You do? Yes. That's awesome. It's so cute. I bought it recently, and I when I saw, it, I was like, oh my god, I'm fancy like Lily. Like I was very excited about the the fact that I have a very similar dress. It's what does not, it look like? It's the same exact. Um, it's the same shape. It is not made out of like I think Lily's is made out of tweed. Mine is made out of cotton. Oh. 
but it's exact same color, the exact same like cap sleeves, um, and it's an A-line dress. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's the same shape. It's just not made out of the same material, but Aww. it's exact same color. It's all of it. So yeah, because I wore it for my sister's graduation back in May. And I was oh, like, that's sweet. Yeah, I'm like oh my god, I'm fancy like her. Really? So um, um, I didn't like Blair's dress for the wedding. Oh my god, I hated her dress. So she's wearing like this pink ruffly dress, and it has a giant. Like the middle of cleavage, it has this giant flower yeah, thing, it's, and it's mm. so horrendous. Yeah, I didn't like. I wasn't. And she okay. So her headband also had this like plastic or metal flower on it. it looks like it was made of fucking duct tape. Yeah, it was not cute. It was bad. Her makeup looked really on point though, because she was oh, like yeah. wearing eyeliner and like it was um, minimalist makeup and not like the heavy uh, smoky eyes that she usually has. Right, right, right. It was contouring, not contouring. Uh, what it's like fresh face like, oh yeah, yeah yeah exactly it looked really nice yeah um serena's dress i liked serena's dress at the wedding i don't know how i feel about that because it's like theoretically i don't like it but i think it's just like with the gloves so she's wearing this the like gloves is what made the whole yeah. thing she's wearing this like so long much. yellowish dress and it has like tears starting from like her empire waist and then like oh have you heard of the blake lively um cleavage rhombus no. So there's this there's this blog online that has like this um like all these outfits that Blake Lively wore and they're like all these cleavage rhombuses because she's like always wearing some sort of like high necked thing and then like uh, and like there's like some sort of rhombus that emerges from the shape of her dress and her cleavage and so like in this episode she has like a a halter neck and then there's like a cut that goes from like the neck to part of her cleavage and it makes like a diamond shape and I liked that and she's wearing it with like short black gloves and it looks really cute. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued with this rhombus thing, yeah, but also I'm not sure how I feel about it. You need to look that up. It's amazing. <laughs> the unbearable um, bleakness of lively. Indeed. Um, I love Lily's wedding dress. I think we've talked about this before, but I really love the wedding dress. I love the flowers on it. Like There mm-hmm. are these um, like giant fabric flowers on the side. Mm-hmm. really like it. Um, um, oh, Vanessa's dress that Jenny makes for her. Oh. Oh my god, girl! It is so bad. There's so much, and like, and okay. like everyone looks at her like she looks good, and like, no, it looks. I I can make that dress. Like, okay, I'm fairly talented at sewing, but like, I could have made that when I was in high school. So it's like this, this orange dress. The color looks great on Vanessa, but the shape is like, kind of like butterfly sleeves. Yeah, and then it's like really, it's a ruched like, V-neck. Yeah, and then there's like a weird like tie-dye pattern to it. Yeah, it looks like it's made out of. Um, what is it called? Like velour almost? Yeah. Or like crushed velvet? Crushed yeah. velvet, I think. Yeah. But then, but then it like, you know, goes into like a tutu. It sucks. Because it's like yellow ruffles, like yellow, like yellow like tool. How, how did you get a internship at Eleanor Waldorf Designs, like, Jenny? It's so, so ugly. There's so much happening here. Like why? why I know. Why? why? And then so. Dan sees her and he's like, oh, you clean up nice Abrams. Like, no, that's bad. That's a bad outfit. No. Yeah. That was not a good. You clean up bad. <laughs> I'm so mad at this dress. <laughs> um, Blair has a great outfit when she's going oh to meet. Oh my god! Yeah, it was so Audrey airport. Hepburn. It was yeah. so Audrey Hepburn. It was so cute. Like her hair has been pretty Audrey Hepburn this episode, like with a the poof thing and then mm-hmm. like a low ponytail. But this dress is like this navy blue dress that's like fitted. It almost looked like a sailor dress. Yeah, almost. it looked like a sailor dress. It's fitted all the way, and it has like a giant sailor collar. Yeah, um, with like white stripes on it, it's really cute. It's so a very cute. she has good travel outfits. Mm-hmm. I'm into yeah. it. It wants me to dr- step up my travel game a little bit because I, I mean, I'm 
I don't like wear pajamas on the plane. Like I do. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel bad about it, but it's just like I fucking hate flying so much. Yeah, I like wear comfortable clothes, but I don't wear like pajamas. I wear like you know, like a soft dress and like maybe um, like a soft dress, like a like or like a like a like a maxi dress or something like that. Oh, I should get soft dresses. That sounds nice. And and something comfortable and like and like a and kind of like a shawl, so I use it as a blanket. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, and that's kind of where I like travel with. Not because I I I I hate I hate I hate traveling. I don't I don't hate the actual flying part that's fine it's the airplane thing that i hate and so like in order for me to like become have like have nice like security blankets and stuff <laughs> like that. So i'm like i'm not freaking out because I, I i'm always convinced even until i'm on the plane and they're like we're going to whatever i'm actually going to uh-huh. i'm on the wrong plane yeah I'm, me too i I'm, have that fear too i'm con- i'm consistently like or i already missed my flight or i'm in the wrong terminal or i'm in the wrong airport like i'm constantly convinced that i'm not where i'm supposed to be until we're actually in air mm-hmm. and then i'm fine but up until that point, I'm like jacked on like so much, you know, Xanax. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's um, so um, but yeah, I I I, I want to step up my travel attire more a little that. bit. I mean, I need to dress up more, and I've worn my pajamas to record this. Sorry, <laughs> it's fine. I, I didn't like, notice. Yeah, until you well, said something. Um, oh, so then at the wedding, Nate's wearing a pinstripe suit, and I do not like pinstripe suits. It is. It's like this navy color and it has oh, yeah. pinstripes. It's like just it's looks so bad. It's distracting, especially on television. Like, I know. Like, like I, we're solid colors. Yeah, like it's like um, I remember this one time I was watching this like local news station and somebody was wearing pinstripes and it fucked up my TV screen a little bit. Like it was like it was just kind of like I couldn't I couldn't look away and I was like, is this point? Is this the point of the of why you're wearing this? So I don't look away from the television. Oh set. my god! So it was like I don't. It's like know. a train wreck. You can't stop looking. <laughs> Essentially, like this is horrible. I hate all of this. So, um, any other facts? moments uh don't think so okay um music there was some good music in this episode there was um time to pretend by mgmt that was one of my favorite songs back in, in that like area i love loved that song uh-huh. um there was also death cat for cutie thighs is getting thinner that was the song that was playing oh God, when everybody was like getting together and or breaking up when dan and serena were breaking up and um when Blair and Chuck were getting together, getting together so. having a kiss. Yeah, you know, when, when one couple fails, the other one got together. That's right. That's the entire series. It's the balance, balance, guys. You can't, you can't have two happy couples at a time. Nope, not at all. Ever. Um, Otek low tech. Um, I guess everyone having conversation on the phone was kind of cute. Yeah, and like, yeah, everyone still has flip phones. It's still a low tech thing. Mm-hmm. Um, no other low tech. Not that much tech in this episode. Gossip Girl was barely in this episode. Yeah, she was just kind of narrating. Yeah. Um. Any stray observations? Okay. <laughs> Rufus's okay. tattoo. Wait, what's his tattoo? I don't think I saw it. <laughs> it's like a bird. It's like a red bird on his shoulder, oh, no. on his arm. Rufus, that sucks. That's probably something that the the actor. And, oh yeah, I think the actor actually oh. have it, and then it has like this branch on it, and it's just like, oh my god, this is so painfully nineties. Oh, of course, boy. of course, you would have a tattoo like that, and oh god, it was just mm, garbage. Um, what other straight observations do I have? I had, um, I had some dialogue that I liked. Oh yeah, let's, let's hear it. Uh, one sec, let me find it. Sure. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, that was my, that was like my biggest thing, which is that (laughs) the fucking tattoo was so trash. I know. (laughs) Um, it was cute seeing Aaron, um, Eric for a little bit. 
Was he in this? I don't remember. He was in it for like a second. He didn't speak. He was just kind of like in the background. And oh. He was just like giving looks at Blair and uh, Blair at um Serena and giving looks over at um Chuck and like, you know, and I think he was an usher at the wedding. Oh. oh, I have another story observation. Yeah. So when Blair and Chuck fell asleep next to each other, she slaps him awake and there's this like little bit of dialogue that happens and she's like, you were asleep on the floor when we first fell asleep. And he goes, my back hurts. And she's like, you don't ever use your back. Why does your back hurt? And he goes, yeah, I use my back. You should know. Dang. <laughs> and then I don't really understand the next line, but she goes, um, you don't use it for anything that involves removing your scarf. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was one time and blah, blah, blah. It was, God, they're so perfect together. Yeah. I, I hate to say it, but they kind of are. Um, yeah. So predictions for next season. Um, let's see. I mean, I think Serena and Nate are probably going to do something. Yeah. It looked like they were about to get together. Yeah. Like they never actually had a chance to resolve their feelings at, at the first season or the, the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, Georgina will probably be back. Yeah, definitely coming back. I mean, you can't create a character that good without having her, you know, pop up at least once in the next season. Um, Dan and Serena, I think will, I think they might get back together. I think so too. I also think that he's going to do something with Vanessa though. It sounded, it kind of seemed like they were going oh, towards yeah. that. For sure. I'm like, I'm not really sure what's going to happen with Chuck and Blair. Yeah, that can, like, that can go anyway. Her. He did, yeah. and I'm sure she's heartbroken over that. And so. I kind of feel like it's it's going to be like he's not going to be able to get it together to get with her. No. I mean, he, he's got a long way to go. Yeah. Like he's, I mean, it, it, it's not going to be a couple of like, you know, a couple of, you know, cute dates and, you know, some promises. He yeah. has to like make the prom, yeah, keep the promises he makes and do a lot of other stuff. He has some growing up to do. I think, um, I think Lily's going to keep Rufus as her side bay. Oh my god, she totally should. Yeah. You know, just so you know, that's like, gonna be she's not gonna let go of that. No. Uh-uh. No, there's they have so much history. Yeah. And then Jenny's gonna obviously run into kerfuffles with Blair because she's gonna be working for Blair's mom. Yes. And um I'm thinking that might be something to to it's it, I think there's some potential there for yeah. sure. Some storylines. Um, but yeah, that is a wrap for season one. Dang. I know. Um, want to rate this episode and then maybe rate the season? Yeah, I would give this episode a, I would seven, maybe seven or eight. Cause it's just like, it's such a nice departure from the last few episodes. And like the last few episodes, I just felt like it was just so dark and I was so over it. And it was just nice to have it be like a nice light episode, even though there were breakups and unbreakups. And it just was more about relationships than like Serena killing someone. Yeah. I'm going to give this episode a nine. I think it was a really strong season finale. Almost every character had a resolution. Yeah. That was a, like, I hate it when there's cliffhangers for sure. And there wasn't really huge cliffhangers too. And that's really nice. I mean, yeah. like they're cliffhangers. Yeah. But like, not really like no one got, you know, stabbed. Sure. 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 Cause I'm always, I'm always for a show when like, if it ends like say for instance you don't know Gossip if it's gonna got, get picked up yeah exactly if say for instance gospel girls got canceled after this season i would have been fine i would not have felt like oh no i wonder what's gonna happen with these yeah. characters there's none of those moments really it's like oh, okay you know i mean there was some resolution and they left the door open for you know obviously following seasons but um it was there was a lot of resolution there and i was pretty into it yeah it was good i liked it so the season <sighs> the season okay so i don't know if i have the ability to rank the season because i'm just so inundated with like the last let's few give, episodes let's give it a grade um yeah a b c d or 
of um or that's, f that's a good idea i'll give it a a b minus because it like so i really liked a lot of the episodes but i also didn't like a lot of the episodes and i think the series did get too heavy for season one at the last few the last um few episodes of this season yeah i love that story arc it's actually my favorite story arc of the season uh, of the series i think because just because of the character of georgina is such a powerful character (laughs) and the fact that she like did so much and caused so much damage so quickly i hate little demon man like she still doesn't I know. I have mean, a motive. I know, but she's such a fun character, and I think we needed someone that we love to hate. Yeah, that's we true. haven't really and 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 it, we had one character, Chuck, who was somebody we love to hate. But it's nice to have a woman character be um, the a bad villain, bitch. yeah, a villain because I don't know. I feel like you know, with women being bad, it's always kind of like even with like her being a little demon. I don't want to call her crazy or like I mean, she's crazy because but that's you know. Um, that's problematic but she's a bad person yeah she is a horrible person and it's and you know i feel like i'm one of those like i'm in the camp where like women can also be bad and they always have to be a good character it's nice nuance right exactly we have layers and we have you know different levels and you know and we have different dimensions different sides to us yeah exactly so to have um her be um a person with so much baggage and so much and also falling in love with dan a little bit yeah, exactly. Like she has so much potential, and it was really great. So I she think they'll be back. So yeah. So I'm giving it a solid B plus. I think it was a great first season for a show that, um, you know, just for everything I was going for it. I think the marketing campaign is really great. Um, it made me watch the show. Oh my god, um, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. I, um, as much as it, um, kind of deterred from the original canon of the book series i really enjoyed it it made me want to come back for because i mm-hmm. um i remember watching i'm like oh i can't wait for next season like i never really do that with a lot of shows i always forget <laughs> i'm like oh yeah that show's back like i was actually lo- actively looking forward to that show coming back so yeah it's all be plus for me yeah i'm really excited for season two yeah so thanks to cards against humanity for letting us record in their space yes and thanks to share for being an amazing producer and co-host Thank you, Subi, for being awesome and the best. <laughs> Thanks to you guys for listening and oh gosh, keeping yes. our dream alive. Yes, thank you so much. We couldn't do this without you guys yeah. coming back week after week. We appreciate you guys. You can follow us on Twitter at Gossip Girls Pod. You can go to our website, which is gossipgirls.simplecast.fm, and there is a donate button there if you would like to give us money for talking about rich people. Yes, you can like us rich on Facebook at, face, uh, at Gossip Girls Pod, and you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at share musings i'm at kale hummus and yeah we'll be back in two weeks we'll take a little break for the holiday and then we'll be back for season two yeah season two so um until next time you know you you love love us xoxo